0: The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here. Today
1: FM Okay, we're joined from the United States by Marion McCollan. First, Cal Thomas. Cal, what's this what do you reckon was a play with this Chinese spy balloon visibly floating over the United States before it was shot down?
2: Well, apparently, Matt, it's not the first one. This has been going on for some time, and we're just finding out about it now. The Chinese have admitted it. They claim it's a weather balloon, which, uh, you know, stretches credulity. And they just admitted today they're flying one over Latin America as well. Uh, I don't think you need weather balloons flying over the United States to find out uh, what the weather is in this country. There's an app for that. I can find out what Uh, The weather is all over the world by clicking on that app. So something else is afoot here. What is interesting is that both Republicans and Democrats in Congress uh, have expressed uh, deep concern about this. I interviewed the former Secretary of State and former CIA Director Mike Pompeo last Friday, and he says he believes it's a clear indication of uh, continuing Chinese espionage. I said in my column that a lot of especially younger people think that uh, spying and espionage and communism are things from the past or spy novels. But in fact, uh, especially when it concerns uh, the Chinese, they're very real and contemporary. I think it's a real problem here. And uh, of course, Secretary Blinken has canceled his planned trip to Beijing as a protest for this. And the Chinese are ratcheting up their rhetoric, saying that the U.S. overreacted. So we'll see if the pieces of this have been recovered in the Atlantic Ocean and how much we learn and how much we'll be told if we Learned anything uh, from those pieces that are now being analyzed?
1: But what in the name? Of, what what could actually be seen from the balloon that isn't available on Google Maps as things as it stands?
2: Well, it's a good question, but uh, you know they flew over military installations, the ICBM silos in Montana. Uh, 14, I think I counted, various military installations. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm sure they have a very great high level of technology. I don't know why they did it, what their motive behind it. I don't believe the weather story. I think most people don't. Uh, But I don't know. Uh, Maybe it was a provocation. Uh, 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 Pompeo told me he thought it was a test by uh, Xi Jinping, uh, to see uh, the level of uh, United States' uh, reaction uh, as part of his plan to possibly invade Taiwan.
1: Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Marion mean, surely you can get all the information you need from satellites taking pictures from space rather than having to send down a balloon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I agree with pretty well everything that Cal said there. It's it, There's no way this is a weather balloon. I think it does. You know, as you say, as Cal says, there is an app for that. Look it up. You can find it weather anywhere in the world. Um, the fact that there are um, military silos in Montana, I think, is significant, which is where it was spotted first. Uh, so I think that the U.S. has behaved properly and prudently. And I think that the Republicans jumping up and down over this is kind of laughable, given that three of these balloons floated in and out. Of American space airspace while Trump was president, and nobody was told about them, and nothing was done. So, uh, you know, I. I oh, sorry. This isn't.
1: This wasn't the first one. It's happened three no, times during Trump's
0: regime. I, yes. And, and uh, nothing was done, and nothing was said. So I think for Republicans to be saying that that Joe Biden mishandled this is a little bit rich. Uh, but but um, also I I um, I read your column with great interest, Cal. But I I really think Mike Pompeo's equation that this is a test, so that if the Americans do nothing about this, then they'll do nothing if we invade Taiwan. I think Mike Pompeo is uh, is, is guilty of a little bit of overreach there, or, or oversimplification certainly. Uh, but I I think America is responding appropriately. I think that they've they shot it down in a safe space over water. I mean, I, these things as well. It, it, like they weigh about two tons, so you can't just shoot it down over land. You could kill people with it, you know. Like two ton flying out of the sky at at a fast rate is is. Uh, you know, it's pretty dangerous. So I think that so far they found it properly. We'll see if they can salvage from the water outside in, in South Carolina. Anything that tells them anything about what it was really doing there. But yeah, I think it definitely warrants more investigation. But
1: Marion, surely the United States is spying on China simultaneously? Of course.
0: Of course they are. You know, I mean, th- this is where, like, there's a lot of theatre here. But I think that you, you have to, you know, you can't just do, well, certainly Donald Trump did, but you can't just ignore it. If you've got a Chinese balloon over your airspace where it has no business being, you've got to respond. And, and you know, these are performative a lot of the time, I think. And as we've said, you know, you, you can pick up weather anywhere very easily. Uh, so I think that there is something more to this. And hopefully th- that something will be revealed. Uh, Japan, th- some of these balloons Flew over Japan, have flown over Japan as well since 2020. Um, as the Chinese said, there are certainly some over Central America at the moment. So it's not like this is Chinese' first balloon rodeo, you know. They've, they've been at it for a while now, so clearly they're getting something from it or they wouldn't keep doing it.
1: Now, Cal, you also have in your column that Pompeo was critical of what he called the Henry Kissinger model of engagement with China, saying that doesn't work for us. They stole million, millions of jobs and intellectual property. Now, I can see where he might be coming from in the intellectual property thing. There's an awful lot of evidence to support that. But for the idea of stealing millions of jobs, America willingly sent capital to China to try and exploit cheap labour to have cheaper goods coming back to the United States.
2: You're quite right, Matt. And uh, Some years ago, I tried to boycott things made in China. It was virtually impossible. Every product I looked at turned over, looked at the bottom, uh, tags in my shirt. Uh, Just about anything you would buy in the United States said, made in China. Uh, I think uh, it should be a patriotic duty for presidential and other candidates to say, let's bring those uh, things home. Let's bring those products home and make them in America. We have a uh, a certain uh, company here called WeatherTech, which uh, advertises on television that all of their products, uh, floor mats for cars and uh, related products, holders for uh, mobile phones, are all made in America. This is something they proudly announce. Uh, I I think we need to put patriotism over profit. I think we need to put uh, freedom over bondage. A lot of this money that is coming from jobs uh, over there in China is used to subsidize the People's Liberation Army and and harm their own people. So, uh, yes, you're right. It was done voluntarily. But I I think, uh, you know, especially in this day and age with what the Chinese are doing with their spying and their espionage and everything else, we need to bring those jobs home.
1: What type of phone do you have, Cal?
2: I have an Apple, and it's made in China. I had to wait, actually, uh, extra time uh, to get it because of the supply chain issues. But uh, what are you going to do? I mean, it is the standard for cell phones. I'd much rather have one made in the United States.
1: I don't think there are any made in the United States. Are there, well,
2: Marion? The
1: and Marion, I think Apple themselves have a major problem. That's how they actually walk back out of China, even if it wanted to. Which is why Apple has been guilty at times, I think, of a degree of censorship to keep the Chinese authorities happy.
0: Indeed, uh, you know, and and again, you know, Mike Pompeo tends to oversimplify things a lot. He's by the way, he's he's clearly running for president. I'm going to see him in in three, three times in the next week, so he's really you're on clocking on, for on punishment. His, I am indeed. He's, he's, but you, you know, you you need to see what these people have to offer. So he's he is um, on his beauty tour and promoting his book, which is quite a vindictive little tome, I thought. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see how he gets on. He, um, but yeah, back. You know, I, I actually, Cal, I think you may appreciate this. I did become a member of the NRA because, as you know, the only way you can understand things is by talking to people <laughs> who are involved in them. But you know what they sent me as a, as a welcome gift, Cal? They sent me first of all pen knife, which I thought was a little weird considering it's a gun organisation, but on the side of the pen knife, it said, made in China. So, so you know, if, if the NRA can't even get yeah. their stuff, made, a little pen knife okay. made in America. So I think that there you is, carry, is... You, you know,
2: carrying along with the Trump hat I gave you last year in <laughs> uh, at the yes, Kennedy indeed. School.
1: Yeah, but can I tell you about that Trump hat? As one listener points out, those caps were made, made in China. China as well.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. impossible.
1: Set. Tell us, so is Pompeo going to run for president? Is Nikki Haley, and if the two of them are doing it, what does that say about Trump's chances of taking another run?
2: Well, if you're asking me, his numbers are already declining, and uh, more and more Republicans are are gently uh, suggesting, are actually going to step into the race. Now, Nikki Haley says that she let Trump know in advance that she's going to announce, apparently on February 15, and uh, he. According to her, he told her, go for it, it's fine, whatever. Uh, But, of course, uh, he has denounced Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who has not announced yet uh, as being disloyal for even suggesting that he should run for president. So I I don't think it's going to be as big a crowd uh, running as 2016. I don't think Pompeo and Nikki Haley have the base that even Trump has, or certainly DeSantis has. But we'll see. Things can change very quickly in American politics.
1: Okay, the State of the Union address tonight from Joe Biden. And I think it's fair to say, Marion, that economically he's got quite a lot to boast about, hasn't he?
0: he does but america isn't feeling it and and that is the big problem for joe biden i mean the the, the uh, unemployment rate is the lowest since the 60s you know in, in america it's 3.4 it's almost negligible uh, and the economy is growing things are inflation is heading in the right direction which is to say it's shrinking slowly admittedly but steadily uh, and you know he has done a lot of good things but a lot of the the benefits haven't come on board yet so for example the infrastructure act the Money He's only coming through for that now to rebuild roads and bridges and, and airports and what have you. Uh, and, you know, the, the, he's now trying to get the price of insulin to be to be capped at $35 a month for all Americans. That would be a really politically smart thing to do. 38 Americans have diabetes. 38 million Americans have diabetes. Most of them are over 45. They're the people who vote. Some of them pay up to $2,000 a month for insulin. So I think, you know, he's focused on the right things, but it's not Americans aren't feeling it and even Democrats, 58% of Democrats don't want him to seek a second term so you know he's notwithstanding that he has legislatively achieved more than any president since FDR if you go through all of the legislative victories he has had Uh, and as I said the jobs rate is is terrific but uh, Americans, I think Americans have become so cynical about politics and so jaded by it and so partisan that they're just not willing to give him credit where he deserves it and There are certainly areas where objectively, by any standard, he does deserve it.
1: See, Carl, there's lots of stats which work in Biden's favour. When he came into office, the unemployment rate was 6.3%. It's now 3.4%. And I thought Republicans loved the idea of low unemployment because it means people are working for themselves without depending on welfare. 12 million new jobs since Biden came into power, which is double the combined total of the first three years of Donald Trump's term. How can Republicans argue with that?
2: Well, uh, they argue uh, with it, Matt, uh, by saying that those uh, the higher numbers was during the pandemic when people were losing jobs. And these numbers now that are coming out are people returning to jobs they already had. Uh, how do you count these jobs? And by the way, many of them, a majority of them are new government jobs. Government doesn't produce products and services that people want to buy and invest in. So you have to look at the numbers. I think the president tonight is going to uh, do the same thing he did, I was going through his State of the Union speech last year, in which he made some of the same economic claims. And he's also going to ask for more taxes on the rich, which we hear every year uh, from Democrats. Uh, revenue isn't the problem for the federal government. Spending is. Trillions of dollars have been lost in COVID and PPP spending uh, that nobody can find what happened to Under it. Under the Trump and yet-
1: administration.
2: Well under, well, under this administration too. It, it crosses both, yes. And we've had this problem in the United States for many years with the unaccountability of uh, money being spent by the government. It's other people's money, so they don't care that much. If it was your money or my money that was being wasted, we would care.
1: Just to finish with you, Marion mccone on this, if people aren't going to take much notice of the good news in the State of the Union, how are they going to be persuaded to vote Biden back into office?
0: Well, I think that's the problem he has to, to deal with in the next two years. But, you know, Cal, just five half a million jobs were created last month alone. They're not all government jobs. Not even a significant proportion of those jobs are government jobs. So I think you do have to give credit where it's due objectively. Uh, and, and, and I think that that is an area in which it is. Uh, I think the debt ceiling is going to be his big thing this evening. He's going to try and persuade American people that the Republicans are really entering a, a murder-suicide pact with the American economy and I think that's his most important job and I think he should be able to do that given the insanity of what Kevin McCarthy is trying to do. Thank so you. we'll see where it goes.
1: Thank you very much Mary McConaughey Thomas. The Last Word with Matt Cooper Weekdays from 4.30 Today.